0: What, is that a teammate
1: hey that was emotional
0: it was uh all, all sorts happening there how good was that intro oh
1: yeah. goosebumps mate goosebumps it was great Tre-
0: Trezegay. oh my damn Trezeguet, what a player mm, he, not bad his brother played today for egypt he did yeah and um mm. defeat mm. so you came second i came third yeah
1: mm. it's disappointing really isn't it I thought we were better than that
0: yeah Good. Um, the third place playoff was a cracker, though. Yeah, great Absolutely. comeback. Absolutely, Absolutely absolute cracker. But yeah, just I feel sorry for Egypt. Um, three games they they took it to shootout. That's that's a lot of football. That's a lot of football. But um, it looks like they didn't mow the grass too well in Cameroon either. I think uh, Mo Salah has a lot to answer for uh, as well. Yeah, I think so. I think you you put your best penalty taker third or fourth. Um, Correct. I also don't know. I don't believe he wanted the glory. I believe he was potentially, um, I could be wrong, but I believe he was potentially too scared to miss.
1: I don't know. I don't know. It happened to Ronaldo when Ronaldo Portugal played Spain nice, a few years ago. Yeah, he put himself last and it was over before he got, uh, got the chance yeah, to take a penalty.
0: I could see Ronaldo taking the glory. Yeah, 100%. Um, I don't think it's in the Salah's
1: character, but. At the end of the day, you know. No, need... that's why
0: that's why I kinda of let lent towards well last time he didn't take a penalty that won, so they were gonna keep it the same. Yeah. Um, nonetheless, a um, bit of a different episode for us today, mate. It's gonna be a um, long time between drinks, between the greatest uh, of all time episode through our keepers, where we voted um Shaka Hislop is the best keeper of all time. Um yep. real name so, Neil. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna move into uh right backs. Yes, which we are. Um, the way we're going to do this um, for the people listening at home, in the car, um, on the toilet, or wherever they may be, um, we've made a list. We, we try to compile it to a list of five, um, but there's too many good left backs in the world. Right backs, uh, even. Oh, sorry, right backs. Yeah, too many. Good we're getting left ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've made a left back list. That's what I'm looking at the moment. <laughs> um, right back. So we, we've got a few extras. How do you want to play this we're going off the cuff here so we're going to segue um yeah we're um, not going to do them in
1: any particular order to begin with but then we'll have a bit of a debate and we'll come up with yeah, the one that yeah. we agree on yeah there's um, definitely
0: there's definitely no um no order here it's um and then i guess we'll probably yeah narrow it down might we maybe give us give a top three and then bring it down to you know one or two um, it's, all, it's
1: all about discussion because i mean the beauty about. Sort of our generation, you know, you're only a couple few years older than I am, but the evolution of the right back over the last 25, 30 years, it's changed massively. And you look at the right back now; it's more of an attacking position than defence, almost. You know, they're they're
0: relied to bomb forward, get the assists, cross and the you ball. Need to <laughs> probably have the best engine in the team, the left back and the right back. Correct. They um, do the most running. And that's, you know, what that's probably started with, um, yeah, with someone like Kafu. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, from the earliest memory in terms of left back, it, it's probably started with Roberto Carlos, uh, was, yeah. it, I don't think Branco 1994, um, obviously speaking Brazilian cause you know, I, I watched a lot of it. Um, but he ne- wasn't necessarily a, you up and down left back, um, basically cause you had Zinho and Leonardo in front. Um, but yeah, Kathy kind of invented, I feel anyway, that, that, um you know, covering 80% of the pitch defender, so to speak. Um, a bit like the, the Macaulay role in, in that holding midfield. You know, the, the beauty of Cafu, especially with Brazil in that
1: mid-90s, is Dunga would be the defensive midfielders, so he'd cover it. So that's why Cafu had the license
0: to bomb forward. It's, yeah, so it's a bit like Bruno and Trippier. Yeah, basically. Yeah, we haven't yeah. seen it yet, but we'll assume that that's how it's going to work. Um, well, let's kick it off with Cafu, because no doubt he's in your top eight. If he's not, I'll probably just press... Uh, <laughs> Find a new player. co-host. Yeah, yep. so let's kick it off with Cafu. So we, we're both going to agree on this one at least, and then um, we'll play a bit of tennis. You go, I go. Um, yep. And if you've got one of mine, i got one of yours. We'll, we'll just we'll just play on here. But Cafu, um, started his club football in Sao Paulo. Um, went to Rio Rio Zaragoza, uh, Juventud, Bermúdez, Roma, Milan, and Garfield. Garfield, sound. Which is phenomenal. Um, accolades, uh, five domestic titles, one Champions League title, European Cup, um, two Copa Americas, two World Cups, are very much decorated um, in the sense of international football. For me, um, his engine was nothing like I've seen. His ability to get up and down that pitch and track back um, attack and defend at the same rate for 90 you know 6 minutes um to this day is is up there with ngolo kante's engine
1: so you said it there it's attack and defend he wasn't just an attacking right back he could defend as well and that's what sets him apart um from most other right backs um absolutely phenomenal player you know i grew up you know watching football in the mid 90s uh, Brazil were always the entertainers. They were always the fun team to watch, and Milan in the 90s as well. You know, everyone had a soft spot for Milan and Ajax in those mid-90s, and Cafu was integral um, to that. Uh, he is basically the prototype for every Brazilian right back since. You know, you got your Mycones, your Danilos, your Danny Alves. I'm sure we'll talk about it shortly as
0: well. Um, yeah, he, he kind of he kind of set the bar for me in terms of right backs. He set the bar too high. <laughs> For anyone to come in, it's a bit like bloody Donald Bradman in cricket. Um, Sir Don, sorry. Sir Don, um, yeah. You know, it, he set the bar stupidly high that I haven't seen anyone come close to that in terms of the length of his career, especially at an international level. I mean, Trent Alexander Arnold is doing a f- f- fantastic job at that at the moment. Or I bet Caffey was probably more sound defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that he was not only just an outstanding attacker, like, you know, uh, Taa, but his energy and his defense was encompassed him as like a basically a whole player.
1: You don't get 143 caps for Brazil and be a bang average player. And the fact is, he was playing for Milan at 38 and was playing like he was 28. Mm. He, he he never lost that engine. Uh, and and you think with a player in his late 30s, I mean, Dani Alves is doing it now at 38 at Barcelona. Mm.
0: He's
1: basically just a Cafu reincarnated, almost.
0: Yeah, just a smaller version.
1: Smaller version, but yeah, when I mean, Caffer and Roberto Carlos, if they're not in your top, if they're not your fullbacks in the team of the last thirty years, yeah, it's a bit. I'd be shocked. I'd be did shocked because I think did you, did, give away your, did you just give away your left back? No, no, because he's in the conversation. But we'll we'll come to a consensus on the left back. Olivier Bernard. Well, um, yeah, absolutely. No, and Didier right. Domi.
0: All right, mate. Go number two. We've, we've covered one of ours. Number two. Yeah, number two. We we'll might as well. We're on this topic. We'll go Danny Alves. Um, De- definitely in my in my in my my uh my list. He's uh, the most decorated footballer of all time. Mm, scored, scored this, this morning, morning. Got sent got off. Got an assist <laughs> and got a red card. What well up? Yeah, uh, full house almost. Mm, Gladiator style. Are you not entertained? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's um, uh, There's not much more you can say about him.
1: Um, you know, he's played for massive clubs all around the world. You know, came to Europe with Sevilla. Uh, dominated there, went to Barcelona and was part of that Barcelona golden generation where they basically won everything. Uh, you know, the Messi, your Xavi, your Iniesta, your Piquet, your Puyols, your Victor Valdez. Uh, he was part of that. The only thing he hasn't won is the World Cup. And you never know this year, because it's pretty much the only trophy he's missing. I'm pretty sure he's got one or two of every everything else.
0: Yeah, he's got two Cup Americas, a couple of Champions Leagues, he's got forty three trophies. Yeah, it's not bad, is it? He's he's won every yes a lot of medals. he's won a trophy everywhere he's gone. He's thirty eight um olympic gold medal as well yep um he's won trebles in spain in france yeah Olympic gold medal He, um which i'll touch base on a little bit later but the guy's dominated for 15 years
1: he's got more individual tropes than most clubs have in their history
0: oh yeah 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 Yeah. especially us um (laughs) mate incredible albeit petite small man again very sound defensively, but the way he showed he was still ahead of the game mentally um, in the Olympics was absolutely outstanding. Um, player of the tournament for me. Mate, um, he's, do- he's doing the same in Barcelona. He's starting it right back here. Barcelona, albeit they're not what they used to be, um, and they might not get back there for a very long time. Um, but at the same time, he- he's showing us what a good player he is. I watched Brazil play um, the other day he started it right back and he, 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 he looked 25. Is he going to be starting the right, right back for the world cup? this year? I, I think he has to, cause we don't have anyone. The, the The problem is with Brazil at the moment is we have great sandbacks. We have two of the world's top five keepers, um, at the moment, which is bizarre for Brazil. <laughs> not bizarre. We've always had good keepers, but it, it, to have two of the best, um, you know, our center midfield is strong. Our wingers are now coming to the fore with Vinicius Jr. and Rafinha. Um, we're still missing that number nine. We don't know, you know, what's going on there. Coutinho's making his way back in. But no one has really stepped into the Cafu role until Dani Alves came. Dani Alves came, and no one stepped into the Dani Alves roles. You know, we've seen Din- uh, Danilo come through. We've seen Emerson Royale... Um, We've Seen you know, Rafinha, we, we've seen players, mycon, yeah. mycon, we've seen players to try mycon was great. Um, you know, Inter Milan and Bomb Ford's got a cracking goal in the in, uh, 2006 World Cup, um, from a tight angle. Gareth, um, Gareth Bale Gareth Bailand, yeah, but, yeah, <laughs> dude, but it, we Brazil really struggling that right back rock and that left back rock. Um, you know, albeit since um, you know, you, you lose Roberto Carlos, you got Marcelo, Oof. like. <laughs> You lose Marcelo and now we're, you know, Renan Lodi and with Alex, you know, Alexandro, like who? Felipe we? Luis, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Felipe Luis, who, who, was, who was solid defensively, but not very good attackingly. Um,
1: all right. Well, so, if, you, if you're if you sort of looking, it depends how we're going to classify the greatest of all time. Because if you're looking at purely on trophies and individual awards and Danny Alves wins it, right? Or is it not yeah, as simple as that?
0: Not as simple as that. Ah, okay. Well, who's your next one? Well, the next one on my list was a very small man. Okay. Um, Philip Oh, he's, he's in sure my he, list as well. Yeah, yeah i he... pretty, pretty sure he is. Um, Mate, one club man. Obviously, the Brazilian players are going to have more than one club because they're going to leave their, you know, their, their hometown and, and move across unless you're Pele. Um, but absolutely one club man. What I like about this, he's a left back. He could easily be in both lists. But he's a right back. Yep. Um, yeah, left footed right back. One of your most hated uh, <laughs> hated roles is a uh, left footed attacking midfoot on the right and right footed attacking midfoot on the left, unless you're David Junola. Um, but absolute phenomenal player. Small, diminutive, but strong, balanced. Um, yeah, it, it, war, war is a uh, badge on his sleeve. Um, you know, week in, week out for Bad Munich. He killed it. Uh, won a World Cup. Um, crap load of titles for Bayern Champions League title, never won a European Championship but um, the man did uh, he's for me top 5 and I have a list of 8
1: there's no doubt he's top 5 one of the most intelligent players you've seen as well Uh, and versatile, I would mentioned as well Uh, right back, left back, you know World Cup team of the tournament, 2006, 2010 2014 you know Say something. it says something and uh, you wait for team of the tournament oh, 08 12 as well
0: phenomenal so. phenomenal on the ground when when basically pressing slide tackle on his xbox and drop. <laughs> yeah phenomenal absolutely phenomenal
1: I'm going to go out and say that he's probably the weakest of the attack in terms of attacking ability in
0: terms, uh, yeah in terms of a holistic approach he didn't really have what Danny Alves and Cafu had because we've only chatted about them um, they didn't really have what they had, but defensively, he's probably, you know, a, a, you know, a little nudge ahead. Yeah,
1: and he's got the best nickname as well—the Magic Dwarf. It's mm. just great. Um, positioning was, was never out of position. Um, you know, it, it's it's German football. You know, they teach discipline from an early age. Germans generally have pretty good defenders, mm. um, and he's the greatest German defender I think I've ever seen. Um, Essentially, Matthias Sama at centre-back was another one of my favourites, but um, That's yeah. For
0: that. That's for another podcast. Yeah, um, definitely. Definitely
1: Philip Lambs in the top five. All right, mate, you're up. Go. Go? All right. Well, I'm going to go Gary Neville. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Come back we in 10 years. had two Brazilians and no Englishman. Yeah, well, it's it's a quota. It's so contractually obligated. So, uh, and as much as I wanted to put James Perch in, I decided <laughs> to go with Gary Neville instead. Um so Gary Neville, you know, one club man, Man United, uh, phenomenal for England. He basically changed the way the right backs played in the Premier League. Um, he his combination of David Beckham on the right for Man United mm. uh, basically carried them through the nineties um, and early two thousands as well. Uh, especially when Beckham left and Ronaldo was there, Gary Neville was huge in getting Ronaldo, you know, acclimated to the Premier League.
0: It wasn't just huge in terms of. His style of play and his physicality, is, he was huge in terms of leadership and how he carried himself within that team. Yeah, and you can yeah. see it now, even his yeah. punditry, he's yeah. he's, a he's, balanced, very,
1: hes a balanced soul. Yeah, and he's plenty good, pretty good footballer yeah. as well. Didn't score many. Uh, he's got five goals in 400-odd games for Man United, so yeah. don't expect him to score. Uh, but very, very solid defensively. Uh, and it was part of that golden generation for england that really should have won something um, but never did um, obviously there's a lot of things that went into that you know england's you know rigidly playing 4-4-2 even though we had too many central midfielders and we were shoehorning central midfielders out on the left we didn't have a good left winger for a long time you know we had steve guppy scott sellers alan thompson ian wone you know but then on the right side we had so many quality players like beckham and Anderton. yeah list goes on um but yeah, Gary was definitely the better of the two Neville brothers. Um, Phil could never find the right position. You know, no, he played right back, left back.
0: He's one of those players that you sign on FM and he'll play fifteen games a season for you because he covers every position. Absolutely, and there's nothing wrong with that.
1: The, the, the place that's why Matt Ritchie's got a squad, you know, a squad position for Newcastle at the minute. Yeah. So, uh, you know, club captain for Man United. Gary Neville's an absolute legend. Um, if we come back in five to ten years' time and do this podcast again, I've got a feeling. There'll be maybe two or three English right backs better than Gary Neville, namely Rhys James, Trent Alexander-Arnold, potentially in ten years' time. Yeah, I like
0: that. Like that shout. When we when we redo this, but they're completely different right backs to Gary Neville. It it kind of tells you the depth of uh, the English um, English talent at the moment. The right back. We've got Kyle Walker, Trippier, uh,
1: James, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Livramento, Tarek Lamptey. Uh, Walker Peters just... well, we could literally have a starting 11 of just English right backs
0: yeah so true
1: yeah but uh, I'm definitely keeping Gary Neville in my top 5 Is the, the greatest English right back I've seen uh, in yeah, my nice. lifetime
0: alright I'm going to move on I'm going to pick a um, because I can't pick Carlos Alberto because I actually never saw him play but what who, what I, did, who I did see play um, quite often in, a, in an epic Inter Milan team was Javier Zanetti uh um, lists are just the same, mate. Yeah, they are the same, mate. They are until we get down a little bit further down the list. I mean, it's hard not to be the same, mate. Like, um, mate, that inter-team inter- was phenomenal. Domestic titles, Champions Leagues, zero World Cups, thank God. Um, for those of you that don't know, I'm presuming. Um, mate, strong, fearless, um, and a huge engine on him. Really, really good engine on him. I really enjoyed... I actually enjoyed watching you play. I always, always thought, when you know, being a Milan fan and, and watching big games against Inter and watching Inter play, you, you look at that Inter team and it's like, shit, like, how, how are you going to break down that team?
1: There was a time when Serie A was the greatest league to
0: watch. and In... Because they were the, the the hardest league to actually break down and score past. Yeah, 100%. Because it was, that was... As a, as a defensive league with some sensational ca- attackers. So it kind of made for, made for great footage.
1: It was tactical it was
0: great. If you're an absolute football purist, you love watching Serie A. If you go
1: for just you know entertainment value, you know four threes, you'd, you'd probably watch the Premier League because the Premier League is not tactically the Premier League was way behind um, Serie A back in the day. That's probably caught up now. I'd say. Um, Zanetti, six hundred odd games for Inter Milan. Mm. You know, over a thousand games in his career. How all about up. one
0: hundred and forty-five games in town.
1: Yeah, it's huge. Twenty Was it 20-odd-year career, potentially? Something like that. Or 17 years for for Argentina. Yeah, and Argentina, you know, they're not known renowned now now for their defence as such. I mean, they've improved the last year or two. But a few years ago, they were terrible. They never really replaced Zanetti until um, Zabaleta came along. Uh, Zabaleta's a great right-back as well. Uh, Spoiler alert, he makes my top eight. Um, mm, Controversial one.
0: Doesn't make mine.
1: There you go. So we're different. But uh, yeah, going back to Zanetti. Zanetti's you know, Inter Milan retired. The jersey is jersey number. retired. the number four. Uh, he's the vice president there. He's done it all in the game uh, except win a World Cup.
0: Uh, he played a lot
1: of games. He played a hell of a lot of games. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It definitely has to be in the top five there. Javier Zanetti purely on longevity but not just longevity but quality. Uh,
0: you know, it's
1: yeah, definitely one of the best I've seen. All
0: right. You're up.
1: I'm up. All right. Well, let's go France 1998.
0: Lilian Turam. Ooh, Lillian Turam. Or plan. Thurman. Thurman, did you call him? Um, yep. Lilan Thurman. Lilan Thurman. Yeah.
1: Another one. Sort of emulated Cafu, but he was a bit more physical. Bombing up and down that right, I'd say. With him and Lizard you know, anchoring that... France defense.
0: What a team in
1: ninety eight. Uh, it's just what a hey, team. Desai, Lebeuf, Chiram, Lizares,
0: Deschamps, Deschamps,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian yeah. uh, Stefan Givache. Yeah, what a player! <laughs> uh, three and a half <laughs> mil from the Oz There, that was money well spent. Uh, yeah, one hundred and forty two caps for France. Uh, only scored two goals um, in a World Cup semi final. Not a bad time if you're going to score a couple of goals. So, um, yeah, World Cup winner. Um, and, you know, at club level as well, played for big teams, you know, Monaco, Parma, Juve, and had a short stint at Barca as well at the end of his career. Uh, he's the most cut player in French history. Uh, 14 years he played for France. Uh, it's not really much else to say, you know. He won Euro he was, 2000 was, as he well.
0: Was, he was smart. He's, a, you know, w- what I found was he, he could read the game well. He was strong, he was built like an ox. Um Eyes. And, and you know, shoulder to shoulder you know, you're gonna push which didn't happen a lot, funny enough, but you know, Danny Elvis, you look at Danny Elvis and you look at Philip Lam and you get you think, Oh, I can push these guys off the ball which effectively didn't happen very often, but someone like Durami actually could not move off, you know, off that course or off that line of the ball and, and, and he held his own down that right hand side. Um and that's you know, that ninety eight World Cup team in France, you asked me some of the best teams that you can think of and you know, I, I sent you yeah, the ninety four Brazil team, um, the ninety eight French team. The the two thousand two team Brazil team was, was very good, but there's a couple of people in that midfield that didn't really sit too well <laughs> with me. So stick um, out a bit, don't they? Yeah, they kinda of stick out a bit. As you look at the French team like you, you can't find any any holes. You couldn't find any holes that ninety four Brazil World Cup side. Um two thousand two, you know, Brazil side you could the Spanish side, you couldn't. 2006, like you couldn't find any any holes in that French team it was absolutely sensational. And he was, he was doing a good job. And he's, um, he's, you know, he's got. There's another Tchouam floating around at the moment. Yeah, good old Marcus Marcus yeah. Tchouam as well is, you
1: know, carved out yeah. a pretty decent career for himself so far. And there's another one as well, uh, Kefren. who's playing for Nice. So hmm, yeah, that's he's nice. only that's
0: nice. yeah he's yeah it's nice on nice.
1: <laughs> nice Nice against Breast. It's my favourite fixture of the nice year.
0: All right, next one. Mine's an Italian. Zambrotta. Who Who is are you, that? Are you reading my notes? No,
1: I'm just saying, cause he's on my list. I was just gonna assume that he's on yours as well.
0: No. Okay. Um, so my Italian right back is Gianluca Zambrotta. Uh, not Zambrotta. <laughs> not Zamborano. okay, um, stop. Mate, sensational. Not only did he start his career at left back, he moved to right back. Um, and he makes this very anticipated, very, um, you know, rare podcast um, <laughs> in terms of, you know, in in terms of his right back. But mate, sensational Started left back, switched to right back. Um, one of Italy's greatest ever defenders. Um, three World Cups, one winner. Um, you know, a couple of Euro- European Championship. Um, sorry, domestic domestic titles. Um, mate, uh, the guy could play athletic, um, up, down the pitch, 24, seven, big and big, tall and strong different to the first three people we spoke about or not as so much cafe, but then the guys after that could also
1: bang a ball as well. You know, a hell of a shot on him as well. Um, and did play occasionally in midfield as well. Uh, cause he was very good, uh, attacking, uh, uh from the fullback position as well. Um, you know, he's played for some huge clubs, you know, he played for Juve, you know, he had a stint at Barcelona that some people generally forget about as well. Because um, I, I think that was around the same time as Danny Alves as well, uh, in the mid-2000s. I think there might there might have been an overlap there as well. So he may have played left-back at Barcelona and then finished his career at your your mob, AC Milan. Uh, you know, World Cup winner.
0: He, did quite well there. he played 80 games in Milan, it's good. Yeah, no, he, did, he, did, he did well wherever he went. He was Mr.
1: Consistency. Um, <laughs> You know, you won't find too many things to complain about uh, when Zambrotto was playing. Um, yeah, he's, he's got to be in the, the conversation as well. Um, was it 98 caps for Italy? Should have just got to 100. I mean I know, he only had two more to go. Two be. more to go. He could have done it. Could have done it. Uh, played at three World Cups, three Euros, Confederations Cup. Played at the 2000 Summer Olympics. Did you, did you guys see him? Did you go to any Italy games? No,
0: I went to... I saw... Cameroon and Spain in the final. Oh, nice. Three all went to pens. Sounds like the Cameroon game yesterday. Great, yeah, great team. Um, I will find it here. A, um, men's gold medal. I' am pretty sure that the the team sheet was yeah. Cameroon Samuel Eto was yeah. there. Um, I mean Lauren was at right back. Lauren, yeah,
1: yeah. M- uh, modest and Barmy as well had decent career. Carlos Kameni in goal. Uh, Jeremy, our old mate. I saw Jeremy. Patrick Sufo, Pierre Wome. Uh, Spain, you had David Albelda, Miguel Angel Angulo, Juan Captavia, Gabri, Xavi, Albert Luque, yeah, another sure. one of ours. Yeah, yeah. Another but one of ours, Albert the Brazil, Luque. The
0: Brazil team was great. I, I remember watching Brazil play um, Marconi Stallions. Uh, you know, if you're <laughs> listening from the UK or anywhere else, they're a local club here. But um, the Brazil team was good to watch. It was absolutely. Fabio Aurelio, Liverpool left back. Yeah, um, some guy called Ronaldinho, never heard of um, him. Um, and Edu, never heard of him. Um, Giovanni, no. <laughs> um, and some center back who might make my top eight in La Lucia. Um, oh, good player! Yeah, good Julio player Cesar, Julio Cesar was actually a standby player. Standby, geez, always. Who was goalkeeper? Um, Helton,
1: Helton, Ivan Zamorano got the golden boot. Mm. Well, he would have been one of the overage players. David Suazo scored
0: four goals. Patrick the Bomber,
1: Jeez, some good players great,
0: here. Some great players. 2020, I was just looking at the uh, the, the squad. I think the D- Varduka played. Australia had a very good team. Abreschiano, Kalina, Vince Grella, Clayton Zane was playing a Mulder at the time. Brett Emberton was at Fineord, Joseph Skoko, <laughs> um, Haven Fox,
1: Casey Verman. Yeah,
0: hell? like they, they had a good. Ed Even Pelo was there. Pelo was there. It was Massimo Ambrosini? <coughs> yeah, is he any tan scored now? Z- Zambrano, Quinton um,
1: Fortune, Junichi Inamoto. I wonder
0: Inamoto. if he knew. Um, I wonder if he knew he was going to make this podcast back in uh, the year two thousand the Olympics. Maybe, maybe. So a bit of a trip down memory lane. There, good sidetrack. That's, track, that's but so fun. Another player. one of ours. Yeah. How oh, good. How good. Um you're up. I'm up. Uh, well, I gave it away before,
1: but um, Pablo Zabaleta
0: for me. Ooh, Zabaleta or Zabietta. <laughs> well, you tell me, mate. You're the South That's American on the Spanish, podcast. Mate, I don't really care what the <clears> ones are <throat> doing, to be honest. Um... Yeah, uh, for me, probably
1: one of the most unheralded and underrated fullbacks. Uh, doesn't get the headlines. You know, he doesn't score much. Doesn't really assist. Um, but you won't find a more solid right back.
0: Um,
1: cause my right backs don't have to be necessarily attacking minded. Um, I like a good defensive right back and that's why he gets the nod over Kyle Walker, uh, for me, in terms of best right backs, um, for man city, you know, he's won everything, uh, for man city, you know, ask any man city fans and they'll, they'll tell you they love him. Even the West Ham fans love him as well. You know, he had a little couple of years stay there, um, towards the end of his career. Um, you know, played what fifty-eight games for Argentina. Uh, I, I, if I'm going to name the greatest Man City squad of all time, he's always going to be right back for me, ahead of Kyle Walker, ahead of um, Cancelo. Because Cancelo can play right back, left back, doesn't really matter. But you need Mister Reliable, and I never saw Zabaleta have a bad game. He was Ooh, always dependable.
0: Another segue. Top five Mister Reliables. Okay, now or no, 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 no please. <laughs> I thought you put me on the penalty spot there. Ooh, always put it in the penalty spot. It <laughs> was actually a good Born on This Day, um, but we didn't cast it. was Ronaldo, Carlos Tevez, and Neymar. Then, now that's not, Jeez. A, that's not a bad birthday. That's a good what, what date was that? Just so I could plan things, February 3, I think. <laughs> Feb 3 yeah all right, all right cool may it yeah. is all, all born on the uh, <laughs> all born on the same day all right well yep yeah, may it is that's incredible yeah but uh yeah is uh, so uh, yeah. when he signed for man city feb five. still mate
1: that's fine uh but is when he signed for man city um no one really knew anything about him mm. you know he'd been playing for Espanyol, uh but he only cost i think six million pounds so it's an absolute bargain Absolute bargain in the grand scheme of things for Man City because he was integral to a lot of their success. So, yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a surprise one. I could tell by your reaction. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going with uh, Zabaleta in my top eight. How do you spell it
0: without looking? Zabaleta, Z-A-B-A-L-E-T-A. Oh, I wasn't even checking. I was just...
1: Are you really questioning my spelling abilities after your grammatical faux pas that we've
0: seen lately? How good are they? Mm. Space question mark annoys me. Annoys me. Um. Last but not least for me is James Perch.
1: <laughs> yes, five yellow cards in the first five Premier League games. <laughs> uh,
0: record. What a player. Uh, no, my list is done. I just want to say James Perch on air. Um. Yes, yeah, so I only had seven. You had eight. Um, seven were the same and Zabaleta was the, the only different mm. I like that so let's um, let's colour so let's, let's, let's eliminate who are you going to eliminate first off your list uh, I'll probably go
1: Zabaleta because <laughs> he was the last one he <laughs> <laughs> was the last one that I came up with there yeah, um, he's gone. But, All right. yeah but realistically um, when you're comparing him to some of the other players
0: like, I like your hustle, but you're <laughs>
1: <laughs> Homer when he's, um, so, yeah, when he's yeah, the, the football
0: coach, yeah. <laughs> what well I'm, I like your hustle, but, your cut. but you're yeah. cut, yeah. Um, all right, so for me, Zebulletta goes, the next cut I'm gonna make out of that list is gonna be Zambrota.
1: Okay, it's
0: tough, tough. I don't need to give a reason, I'm going one of those coaches. It's like, <laughs> give me your playbook, get out, Yep. Um, the next cut.
1: I'm gonna cut Gary Neville.
0: Ooh. Okay. Okay. Um purely because on an international scale he really. I would have thought Zanetti was gonna come first. Um but Gary Neville doesn't make my top three, so he's cut. I'm gonna my next cut um is gonna be Zenetti. Yeah. I'm gonna keep Jaram ahead of Zenetti. So that brings my four, or could be the same as you is Cafu. No in no particular order. Cafu, Philip Lam, Jaram, and Danny Alves.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much three. Um I'm getting rid of Jaram putting Zanetti there. So Zanetti okay. makes my top four.
0: Yeah, fair. All right. Who are you who's your top three?
1: Uh top three has gotta be Cafu. Danny Alves. And Philip Lam.
0: They're yeah, my top three. Yeah, it has to all be. Right. I think. All right, let's be let's be absolutely brutal before we wrap these wrap things up. Who's your top two? Top two, I'm going to go. Different. I have a feeling it might be different. I've got a feeling it's going to be
1: different. I'm going to go Philip Lam and Danny Alves. Ooh. The reason why is because I watched all their careers from the start. I've seen them start and I've seen them finish. Kafu started before. I was watching a little bit, so I didn't see yeah, all of same. Cafu's career. Yep. You had you're a little bit older than me, so you've seen Cafu from the start, basically. You know, you're what, fifty this year? Uh fifty-one. Fifty one, yeah, that's right. So you've seen all of Cafu's career. Minus twelve.
0: <laughs> hey, is fifty one. there you go. Um, I am gonna roll my top two is gonna be Cafu and Danny Alves. So does that mean by process of
1: elimination we've both agreed on Danny Alves?
0: Well, it could be, but I'm going to give you my top one before you give me your top one. Okay. Um, and yeah, you're right. I, I started watching football in 1994. Um, I didn't actually have a Premier League team in 1994 during the World Cup. I had a Premier League team after the World Cup when I landed on Newcastle and Sega Mega Drive. Um, <laughs> I started and I I fell in love with football in 94. It's quite easy too when Brazil was winning the World Cup or they won the World Cup. They're doing quite well. And and the players that stuck out to me was obviously Romario, Bebeto. Um, I didn't know much about, didn't know anything about Ronaldo at the time. Um, Branco for his penalty run up. Taffarel for his innate ability to save a penalty. Um, And Cafu for this, you know, relatively young he would have been. Where was he born? 1970s 24 24 24 bombing up and down that right side um and really aiding in the attack um you know and and allowing um mara silver and dunga to just cover it cover his ass um um but for me my number one is danny Alves. um not pure purely on accolades the reason why danny Alves wins it for me is the fact that yeah he doesn't want to walk up what i've seen him do in the last 12 months has pushed him ahead of Cafu. what he did at the olympics and how he led a young team you know to olympic gold was easily the best player on the pitch in every single game i watched him play for brazil the other day which put him you know in a bracket of still the best right backs in the world even at the age of 38 be like Thiago silver at the minute or at center back you know doing doing great things in the premier league um but his ability to not get pushed off the ball, which you touched about, his ability to bomb up and down the pitch, assist, score, hit a weird free kick, um, look good in weird clothes, um, 600 million tattoos all over his body. <laughs> um, but, you know, he had the ability, he had the, I wouldn't say the ability, but he went back, played for some did well, took a year off. What we're forgetting, he took a year off football, signed for Barcelona for a euro a week, starting for Barcelona after you, and he's going to be at the World Cup in Qatar. Which, what? Yeah. they're going to win a World Cup, so be we'll six stars.
1: Well, what, what separated him from Cafu as well for me was he had better, he was better going forward in terms of, he's had better crossing, um, you know, he's better goal-scoring record, uh, he just offered a little bit more than Cafu did for me. Um, you know, he's still scoring goals for Barcelona now at 38. And I know 38 now is different to 38 back when Cafu was playing, you know, players are playing a lot longer now, you know, medical science, you know, yeah, recovery. They know, it,
0: they know what to eat. They know right? what, Re- correct. Recovery, recovery methods. and Correct. Um, but yeah, his passing distribution is a little bit better than Cafu's well, as well. He's also a Taurus, which I'm a Taurus. Oh, well, um, there you go. So that kind of puts him yeah a little bit further up. Um, he's a little bit shorter than me um but yeah absolutely sensational player
1: you know it's you you ask 10 people to to give their top three and you're probably going to get 10 different answers um from people as well
0: so why well, we could check the poll actually we'll check the poll once you've given me your top one danny elvis well there yeah, you go there's done good episode yeah No, right, <laughs> um... De- definitely danny
1: elvis uh he just offers a little bit more um you know, he, he's a specialist right back. Lam was great right back and left back. I just think Danny Alves has a few more strings to the bow.
0: Um Yeah, I think know. so. I think if Philip Lam had the ability to attack, mm. his defense would have got him ahead of, you know, someone like Danny Alves, someone like Cafu. Lam's the better defender, yep.
1: but Alves is the better fullback. Yeah, I love and that. Full, fullback is a a wide so, interpretation. So far,
0: so far, Danny's winning our poll as well on, on, on Twitter. Okay. On the Twit. Um, which is which is good um, what 500
1: votes now right, so far
0: br- nah not many Better 100 yeah it's um, decent sample size Brazil win the World Cup Dan Evers mm-hmm. retires imme- with immediate effect yeah has to I mean why, why not
1: just yeah. retire well I mean you still have a contract at Barcelona f- probably for the next few months anyway after that
0: pretty good pretty good career though look like Bahia 25 games, 175 games for Sevilla, which is huge. Before Barcelona, you know, spent spent eight years at Barcelona, um, 247 games, 14 goals, 19 only 19 games at UVA, but then played 48 at you know PSG, which would have been easier football than Italy for him. Then um, he nearly played 100 games at San Paulo over two seasons. Yeah, and San Paulo did very very well. Um, and then obviously Barcelona, two games, one goal. The only, the only criticism I've got is he's wearing squad number eight. A right back should not be wearing eight. He's standing over. He's the greatest right back of all time. So, wear number two. Wear whatever he wants. No, it's a right back number, it's number two. If you turn it left or right, it's the infinity symbol.
1: Don't
0: care. Uh, Don't give a shit. You should maybe, be wearing number maybe eight. That's good. He's turning players sideways. So then they're reading the back of his numbers, the infinity symbol. No. So you shouldn't, shouldn't be if wearing number the eight. There are lessons out there. Luke has a huge gripe with keepers wearing weird numbers. Um, Any player's wearing red strike, numbers. Strikers wearing number two. Yeah. Um, don't do and, it. Please. And a new signing Bruno wearing 39. Oh, I don't mind that because that's that's, <laughs> that's fine.
1: That's fine. But, you know, like William Gallas or Coloured Bulleroo's wearing number nine for Chelsea. But you're a centre-back. Stay in your lane. You're right. not wearing number nine.
0: I'm going to put you on the penalty spot. Who wins the FIFA Club World Cup?
1: Oh, jeez. When's that start?
0: That's uh, well, Wednesday morning after we beat Everton. Uh, Palmeiras play Al Al Hilal, um at three thirty in the morning, and then Jeez. oh no sorry play Al Hilal Al Hilal at um Thursday Thursday morning, morning. yeah. for oh, you know I wouldn't mind seeing a Palmeiras or someone win with... yeah I'm going Palmeiras win I tried to yeah. put money on him but they're only paying four bucks. Only right, Chelsea would be favourites I'm assuming yeah they're dollar eighty but four bucks is not very uh, long odds so I think once they actually get to the final they'll jump out to you know $10, 15 dollars. Um, but oh, I'd love to see power management wins. Um, how good? Um, we'll bring you our greatest all time left-backs and then we'll make our way all the way up the pitch. We'll probably end up with managers as well. Um, which Absolutely. We'll, yeah, which we'll probably hear from Alan Pardieu, yeah, Steve P- Bruce, yeah. McLaren. Yeah, Sam um, Allardyce. Yeah. Root Hullock. Yeah. Good, good managers like that. Really oh, good managers like that. Um, top-notch. Yeah. So John Carver. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I won't mention any others because I think we've ran out of... Uh, it's pretty much our list there. Shit managers. <laughs> um, the shittest of all time. We could do that. We could do a top five shittest of all time. Yeah, mate, absolutely. Top we'll five wonder kids. Top five wonder kids. who didn't quite make it. Well, we had that discussion the other day. There's some good ones oh, in there. It easy. Curlon, Karrison, Fred Stou, yeah. Ravel Morrison, Macheda, who tripped over, scored a goal against Villa and just everyone labeled him a wonder kid. Bojan. 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 Yep. Sweet. All right. Much pleasure. Um, mate, I'll chat to you very soon. And uh, we play Everton on Wednesday morning, which is a huge game for us. Um, and then West Ham, Wofford, and Burnley, Manchester United. So big games for the uh, for the bottom three. Huge. Three slash four teams, because Everton could be dragged into that, which I hope. Um, and probably what's just as vital is not soon, or not... Not far away is uh, Steve Bruce's debut for for West Brom, um, so I'm really intrigued to to see them. Poor Andy Carroll, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carroll. I, I think he's found his level. Um, he's the Dwight Gale of you know of managers in terms of finding his level in the, in the Championship. But I feel for him. I feel for he, I feel for everybody in that club. Um, He'll get them up, but they they won't last. The boing bong baggies. They'll be back down again. Oh, yo yo, club. Yep. Um, Yo, yo, Toro, Yeah, indeed. All right, much love. Um, Enjoy your evening and um, we'll chat to you guys soon. Don't forget on the penalty spot on Insta, on the pen spot on Twitter, um, Apple and Spotify. Um, You can listen to our lovely voices whilst you're driving. Um, Feel free to turn up really loud. Give us a shout out and yeah, much appreciated. Until next time. Ciao. See you guys.